This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, Episode 16, How to Process Pain. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, today we are going to talk about how to process pain. Super fun. (laughs) Well, it might not be the most fun topic to talk about, but I do think it's very important. Uh, We are often not taught about processing pain. We're taught to avoid it. But pain is a part of all of our lives. In fact, I would say 50% of our lives are negative in some way. There's about 50-50 in the world out there, 50% negative, 50% positive, and part of that negative is definitely pain. There's physical pain, the nociceptive pain, where you have a cut or an injury and it sends pain signals to your brain, but there's also a lot of pain that we feel in our body from our brain, top down. Even in cases of chronic pain, it's estimated only about 1% to 5% of chronic pain or chronic disease is from a purely physical cause. So whether we're talking about emotional pain, like rejection, heartbreak, fear, worry, guilt, shame, all of those are emotionally painful feelings. We also have a lot of cases where chronic pain behaves a lot like an emotion. And if you want to hear more about that, please listen to episode 15, where I talk about what neuroscience teaches us about pain. So first, I want you to think with me about the equation pain times resistance equals suffering. This is why it's important to learn about processing pain, because usually our response to pain is to have some kind of resistance. We don't want the pain there. We want to ignore it or we want to distract ourselves. So maybe we turn to buffering, some kind of overeating, drinking, shopping, working, or getting on social media too much. And these temporary distractions really don't solve the pain. In fact, it's like pushing a beach ball down underwater. You can only do it for so long before it rebounds back up. And so when we add resistance to the pain, well, in this case, we multiply it, then that just increases our suffering. But if our resistance to the pain is zero, then pain times zero equals zero suffering. So it doesn't mean that pain is totally out of our lives. Pain is something that humans will feel until the day they die, but we can definitely decrease the suffering that we have because of pain if we decrease our resistance to it or learn to process it. So here's what happens. Something triggers our pain and then it feels awful and horrible and tormenting in our body. Remember, thoughts cause emotions or vibrations in our body, and the negative vibrations of negative feelings feel horrible, devastating. They're excruciating. So whether it's something you feel in your heart or as a migraine or in your lower back or that tenseness in your stomach from anxiety, 
all of those vibrations are perceived in our brain as pain. And pain from emotions is very real. Then what we can do is choose to avoid it, resist it, react to it, or process it. When you avoid your pain, it's like you're pretending it isn't there. And you're basically lying to yourself, and it doesn't really work in the long term. Usually, it actually causes your pain to fester or get worse. Because the more you avoid it, the more you have to keep avoiding it. For example, if you don't want to feel what you're feeling and so you choose to eat, then you'll probably have some guilt or shame about eating when you weren't hungry. You might feel overly full or disgusting. You'll start gaining weight if this keeps happening. And so the pain that you originally felt is actually multiplied if you think you can just avoid the pain by doing something else. Another good example would be drinking too much and then feeling hungover. Or if you're shopping, then you'll have the consequence of money that you spent, maybe that you don't even have. Plus, you soon realize that that thing you bought did not actually take care of your pain or bring you happiness. So you're back in the same place, actually a little worse than where you started. What if we try to resist pain? Usually that looks like blaming someone else, hating what's going on, being mad at God or the universe, beating yourself up, or feeling like your body has betrayed you. When we feel like something should not have happened that has happened, that's resistance. We're not accepting what's going on in reality. And as Byron Katie says, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. Resisting pain does not make it go away. Remember the formula, pain times resistance equals suffering. So the more resistance we have, the more suffering we're actually creating for ourselves. I've seen this happen with physical pain, where in physical therapy, patients have had some cue from their body that something was going on, they got some pain, but just wanted to push through it and work through it. And we definitely have that mentality as hardworking, achieving Americans. We don't want to be perceived as weak. We don't want to give up or stop. And so resisting pain in those cases can actually cause more damage or injury to the body because we're not giving it the rest and repair time that it needs, but the pain doesn't go away, it gets worse. What about reacting to pain? What does that look like? It could look like acting it out or fighting against it. So you might yell at someone else because you believe they're the ones that caused your pain. Maybe you don't yell, but you give them the silent treatment or you go and gossip about them. It might feel like talking to your girlfriends about what a big jerk that guy was helps release your pain because it might decrease the intensity slightly, but usually things like that just backfire. If we're in fear or mad or angry or blaming or shaming, then we're coming from a negative place and that can only give us a negative result. Ultimately, if we're fighting against our pain, it's a losing battle. We've got to learn how to process our pain. Processing our pain means that we choose to feel it rather than avoiding it, resisting it, or reacting to it. 
it's kind of against our nature. The brain wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and for things to be easy. And processing pain is feeling pain on purpose. We think that feeling pain is a bad thing because it does feel bad, but it's not the truth. If we actually are able to feel our pain, we can see that it is manageable and will not harm us more in the long term, like avoiding or fighting it, which actually causes more suffering in the end. So the first step is just allowing the feeling to be there in your body. You can take a deep breath and try to describe what you are feeling. What are the vibrations that are in your body? Do you feel a tightness in your chest? Do you feel like knots in your stomach? Do you feel pressure in your head? Do you feel a lump in your throat? Try to describe these things as objectively as possible, as if you were describing it to an alien that has never felt it. I like to imagine the vibrations. Does it feel dense? What about what color it might be? Does it stay in one area or does it move around? Try not to be fearful, but just be curious. Don't try to fix it. Don't try to react to it. Just say to yourself, I am processing pain. I am processing pain. Or if it's from an emotion, you can label the emotion that you're feeling. This is shame. This is shame. When you put your feelings into words like that, you're actually moving the perception of pain from the limbic system of your brain to your prefrontal cortex, and it lessens the intensity that you're perceiving. If you notice resistance coming up, then just be curious about that too. Don't act on it, just acknowledge it. You can say, oh, I'm resisting, or that won't help, or that's not worth it. You could say something like, this is pain, this is part of my journey. And just allow the painful vibration to be there as you do whatever else you're doing. You could lay down or you could be doing things like washing dishes or driving your car or even talking to someone. You can just notice the vibration that is there. You could think of carrying your pain around with you. So... If you're still getting up and doing something, you have the pain there, but it's not controlling you. It's not in the driver's seat, it's in the passenger seat. It comes along, but you're still doing things. You're not reacting or avoiding, you're just noticing that it's there. It might try to rob you of your breath, but remember, you can always breathe deeply. That's within your conscious control. And breathing deeply is one of the best strategies when you notice that you're getting into a negative emotion or sensation. I like to have people imagine as they're breathing in that they're breathing in energy or goodness and that when they're breathing out, they're breathing out anything negative. Sometimes you can even try to breathe into the area where you're having pain. If you're imagining the vibration or the color inside your body, see what happens if you breathe into that area. Can you move the density around a little bit? Can you shift any of the pain? 
when you aren't resisting or avoiding pain, you begin to see your thoughts about the situation more clearly. So it may take a few minutes or a few hours or a few days or even a few weeks, but let the pain be there. Let it take as long as it takes. Don't try to force it. Just keep noticing what you notice. As thoughts appear in your mind, you can write them down. Thoughts like, I just want to be loved or I deserve better. Those may sound like empowering thoughts, but they actually do cause pain. So write down those thoughts that come up for you and see what emotion they're creating for you and see if they're thoughts that you really want to keep thinking. At first, don't try to change all the thoughts that you're writing down. Just get them out of your head and see what you can notice from them. Notice the vibration in your body when you think them. I like to give myself a set amount of time and just rage on the page. Let all of the negative, judgmental, blaming, petty thoughts come out. This shouldn't be happening. He's such a jerk. Why is he lying to me? This always happens to me. I just wanted to be loved. I hate being used. I deserve better. I hope a truck hits him. Any of those types of things, you can write them all down. Get them out. This will probably be a pretty overwhelming process. Seeing all those thoughts and the feelings that they create could really take your breath away or cause very heavy vibrations in your body. So allow yourself to be overwhelmed, take deep breaths, and notice that you are still functioning. It may take some time to process some of these thoughts without reacting to them, but eventually that's what you want to get to. The time it takes really is different for each person, but there's really no rush because the pain will always be there. If you don't process it, the pain will wait. You might begin trying on some new thoughts. Initially, you might not totally believe them or they might not feel super comfortable to you, but here are some thoughts that you could try on and think about. This is happening for me, not against me. It was always going to happen this way for my highest good. Nothing has gone wrong here. I have much to learn by staying open to this. Other people can be who they are. I forgive myself for my part in this. I accept myself for who I am. I am not this experience. I am good. I am responsible for this pain. I have created it with my mind. If I create pain with my mind, I can create relief with my mind. You could ask yourself questions like, what is my body trying to tell me with this pain? How can I use this pain? How is this pain perfect for me? What can I do that comes from peace, is for me, and is not trying to change or fix anything? How can I accept this with grace? After you've been able to process a thought without reacting to it, you can own it. 
And by owning it, you're able to let it go. So invite yourself to let the thought go. Give yourself time to respond to the invitation and tell yourself to release the pain. I must acknowledge that I'm holding it. Repeat this process and allow it to take as long as it takes. And you'll notice that it really does get easier with time. The further you get from the situation, the more perspective you'll have if you're not judging and you're not reacting. One day you'll notice that you can release your grip on the pain. You can allow it to go. You can stop reacting, resisting, and avoiding and eventually stop processing the pain because you no longer have it. As we learn from neuroscience, the more we focus on our pain and make that all we think about, all we talk about, and the center of our lives, the more we actually feel pain. More of our brain is devoted to the production of pain and the neural pathways just get stronger and stronger. So have patience and compassion with yourself on this journey. There might be days you feel less pain than others, and then it returns again. That's not a sign that things have gone wrong. The journey is not straight. There's ups and downs. But the more you're able to get in touch with your pain signals, what your body is telling you, and processing pain versus reacting, avoiding, or resisting, then pain will become less and less a focus of your life. If you're repeatedly engaging in a thought pattern that's producing pain for you, it's serving you in some way. It doesn't mean that it's good for you or that it feels good, but if you can figure out what need it's fulfilling, you can start to address the root cause. And if you're interested in coaching with me and learning more about pain in your specific situation, you can email me at info at bodyandmindlifecoach.com. Yes, I have a new email. It's info at bodyandmindlifecoach.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.